That's not laughing. Hello and welcome back to Are You Good Girl? This is a podcast where we check in once a week because life can feel like a roller coaster and sometimes you just have to ask yourself, Are you good girl? I'm your host, Brittany Williams, and this week I have my best friend Julian. Is this thing on? <laughs> I'm scared. Don't be. I'm excited. I'm in Atlanta right now. Julie's birthday was on Wednesday, and we went out last night, and that was a journey. We went out last night. We went out. That's what we did. We we were there. We came and we saw. (laughs) If you guys hear any stomping, my niece is over right now, and she likes to run like a racehorse. So (laughs) She woke me up at like 8 in the morning. (laughs) She'd be... (laughs) <laughs> she literally runs like, it's like, like a dinosaur yeah. downstairs. <laughs> a, like a great dame. <laughs> like the Lion King stampede. Like, <laughs> like she got somewhere to go. <laughs> so Julie and I have been friends for 10 years. Forever. Yeah. So crazy. 10 going on 30. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> going on 65. <laughs> Not a 7. <laughs> I realized on Wednesday on her birthday that... It had been 10 years since our first like real sleepover. Mm-hmm. The first time I ever stayed at her house was for her 11th like birthday. Like 12th birthday? Or 12th birthday. Something like Something that. Something like that. Fetus days. But, and I only have one picture from that night. <laughs> and it's like the <laughs> lowest quality picture you could ever have. With glow sticks on her head. It looks like you took it with like a pager. Like <laughs> if a pager had a camera. A fax machine. <laughs> a fax machine. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, remember it vividly, too. I do, too. And, like, <laughs> what did we put Cheez-Its on our friend's head and, mm, like... Some peanut butter and hi- Cheetos. Hiding in the closet to make sure we I weren't I felt so bad for her. We, we were pranking the I heck know. out of her. And it was one of those sleepovers where, like, you're going to bed, but as soon as the lights are off, you're like, hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep talking to each other until, like, two in the morning. And there were, like, honestly, that was, like, a big group of girls that I it had was. over. So many different seasons of life. Yeah. We've literally, like, everything. I feel like we've been through pretty much anything you could go through as friends. And, okay, so Julie went to the same middle school as me and the same high school. But then she transferred twice. Yep. So I feel like that helped you a lot. Obviously, there's struggles to, like, transferring schools. But I feel like you've made so many friends along the way from, like, all different schools different friend friends, groups for like sure different types of knowing people. certain people at certain schools and then having mutual friends with yeah. other people I feel like yeah. you just know a lot of people from our hometown I feel like I've always been like a outgoing make social friends with anybody kind yeah of person definitely so that was right up my alley it wasn't like scary transferring mm-hmm. schools because and I do like agree that you the friendships that you have mm-hmm. were all kind of like have the same type of like humor and stuff but I also feel like you're friends with all sorts of different people very different people but the weird thing is is like you could put them all in a room together and like yesterday mesh yeah like yesterday it was like the most random group yeah Brittany drove in from Nashville to celebrate my birthday we love a dedicated friend (laughs) and two of my other like best friends they flew in as well and they were from the high school that I graduated from Mm. and Brittany had never met them before. I always knew of them, but I never met them. Yeah. So she came and like, she was obviously a little bit nervous because she'd never met them or like known really what to expect. Mm But honestly, the four of us got along so perfectly. Yeah. Like a week ago, I was like, oh my gosh, am I in the headspace to socialize with a ton of people that I don't know? (laughs) Not me. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. 
and topic for another <laughs> segment <laughs> and and i was like i don't know man and then like the day of i don't know something in me like switched and i was like mm-hmm. i'm really excited to go yeah and i got here and like we all just hit it off we mm-hmm. went to olive garden and mm-hmm. we were just giggling and yeah. it was so fun and then yesterday it was the four of us then some very, other people very eventful day all different types of people. People, like, legit only person that I knew was Julie and her brother. Yeah, I was the only common denominator for everybody yeah. that showed up. And, like, we were at her girlfriend's um, boyfriend's house. Girlfriend's boyfriend. <laughs> we were at Julie's friend's boyfriend's, boyfriend's house. Yeah, yeah, or apartment. Same and thing. it was it was just so fun. Yeah, and it was, was so very, welcoming. It was very last minute because we had plans to go to one of my best friend's apartments, but it was just kind of, like, out of the Further way. Further away. So... My friend was like, want to go to my boyfriend's? I was like, sure. It's, it's around right, the corner. It's right by the battery. It made yeah. so much sense. And I was, I felt so bad because I was like, we're definitely intruding in your He was so space. welcoming. Gave and Julie a gift awesome. card. Yeah, he gave me a Taco Bell gift card. So <laughs> he nice. He like, I had this in my pocket and I wanted to <laughs> give it to you. Yeah. So yeah, such a fun weekend. It probably wasn't as rowdy as we expected it was going to no, be. No, but I don't even think I really wanted yeah. a rowdy. Like everyone's like, Oh, your 21st birthday. You need to black out. I'm like, no. No. I'd like to remember what I did the night before. And I already don't feel good right now. Imagine imagine how bad. Guys, my heart feels like it's like going to beat out of my chest right now. We drank all day. In the afternoon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we definitely drank all day in in different types of alcohol. Uh We started with a lot of champagne. And then we were chugging high noons noons at the pool. A margarita. We had shots of tequila. Yeah. Yeah, we did have a margarita. What else did we have? And then when we, we had went more out, tequila. Yeah. And the, oh, more yeah, high yeah, noons. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then when we went out, Julie and I oh God. brought flasks. Yes. We were sneaky. Life hack. Basically what we did is we just bought a handle of Tito's and my brothers came in clutch and they had some flasks. And then like Mio flavoring. Yeah. You just fill your flasks with vodka, shove that shit in your purse yeah, and then bring a Mio. And all you do is you ask at the bar, like, Hey, can I have a Sprite? And the yeah. guy gave it to us for free. I was so shocked by that. It's like, really? I was uh-huh. waiting there for my tab. And he's I know. Like, he's oh, like, good. you're good. <laughs> I was like, it sucked though because man. I brought like the smallest purse possible and Julie mm-hmm. had a small one too, but her yeah. flask I finessed perfectly. somehow. Yeah. Mine was like folded and contorted, doing yeah. backflips in my purse. <laughs> Brittany's flask got confiscated and I have no idea how mine made it past. Because but he let it just sit there. He's like, here, you can have a back. It tastes like candy low key, but. Yeah, we definitely, <laughs> but trial and much. error, we put yeah. a little too much Mio at first, but it's it was, it was a better taste than it was, vodka, so I'll take it. It was just us two doing it in the bathroom, too. So I was like, hee hee. Yeah, I felt sneaky. I, I feel sneaky. I definitely realized that I'm getting old. Well, I don't know. I've never really been an alcohol person. So uh-huh. not that I am, like, against it. It's just I have a weird thing where I'm like, why would I pay for something I hate the taste yeah. of just to hate how I feel afterwards? I know. Like, I've never really been that person. And I my, haven't either. My energy, I feel like, is the same when I'm drunk versus sober anyway so it doesn't especially on our car ride home (laughs) we were not stone cold yeah but still like i don't know even at olive garden yeah oh my gosh we went to olive garden the other night the first night that britney got in which was friday and it was me her david and felicity the two friends that flew in and we were just kikiing in that booth (laughs) we were (laughs) we were having a grand old time like every so fun yeah we had we got our shirley temple which if you know me you know that I would ride or die for my Shirley Temple. And so. if you know me, if I'm at the bar and, 
in Nashville, I will be ordering a dirty Shirley. I and they'll not. be giving me a face. I could not order a dirty it's Shirley. It's so good. I feel like it ruins it. But <laughs> spoil <Spoiled> it. <laughs> I feel like we also need to preface with the fact that Brittany and I could talk for Literally hours. hours. And we jump from A to P. Elemental like, <laughs> <laughs> Z. Like, like none other. Like we could just jump. Like we'll a- end up at a conversation. At the very end, we'll be like, we Wait. started talking about mangoes like our fl- like flowers and then <laughs> and then we're talking about <laughs> politics <laughs> like politics. how does that jump from point a to that so fast i don't know i know because sometimes i feel like when we start to go on a tangent like mm-hmm. that i forget there's other people around i know and but the thing is is like our brains just work that way like you and i could jump from conversations like and it works it just works because we're like yep i'm following i understand what you're saying uh, right well, now sometimes julian will say the exact same thing mm-hmm. at the exact same we time do share brains or sometimes. like I'll be thinking something and she'll say it or vice versa. And we'll be like, um, help. <laughs> and we're like, this is how you know we spend too much time together. But we don't. But we don't. That's the thing. We've just been friends for so long. Our yeah. brains kind of We're just kind of like morphed. <laughs> Metamorphosis. Metamorphosis. We're so weird when we do like random words. I feel like we've seen every phase of each other. Yeah, like, we definitely have. Every relationship, every style, every quirk about each other. Yeah, not only like relationship like friendships that we yeah yeah come in and out of uh-huh and like influence from other people yeah. we've had so many friends i feel like in both of our lives that have come and go for the most mm-hmm. part but it's kind of cool because you're like the one yeah that i've had the longest that i would yeah. say that's just been the most constant like i don't know i feel like everyone strives to have that one like really long-term friendship mm-hmm. and like the fact that i can say that i have one yeah. is like really refreshing cool and nice You've just seen me through all the bad times mm-hmm. and I've seen me you through, through bad, all the bad times. times. It's just like so weird. Yeah. Everybody needs a friend like Brittany. Yeah. Everybody oh. needs a friend like you. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Everybody needs a me. So if you could change anything about this oh. weekend, what would you change? One thing. I probably would have just changed like the bar situation. Atlanta's weird because it's hit or miss. It mm-hmm. to go what time you go, what day it is, what month. Like normally my go-to bar is like the Battery. It's the Brave Stadium. They mm-hmm. have this bar called PBR and it's fun. It's like a good It is vibe. fun. But sometimes like the people are just weird and they make the energy just not but good and sometimes the music is bad and so i was like let's switch it up we're gonna yeah. go to buckhead this weekend and we bar hopped a bunch of different bars down there and it was fun because i'm very much like it doesn't matter where you are it's like who you're with i like to people watch too yeah oh my gosh can you good. people watch in buckhead that's for sure it's a little scary i was like i feel like i could die at any minute but it's Dude, fine. some of these people look like they were soundcloud rappers mm-hmm. oh they probably were like yeah. the pearl necklace and the trucker Help. hat what are no. we doing but like going to downtown buckhead last night it was fun because like the people that we were with but the energy was just off we started off at this bar called big sky which um me and two of my other best friends that live here we go to big sky pretty much all the time on sundays and we get brunch there and so that's kind of like our second home and sometimes it's a lot of fun at nighttime so we started there and boy was it dead. we, we were, were prob- the group yeah like there was a handful of people but they were just weird mm-hmm. and so we were like okay we're gonna go to the next bar the next bar was fine there was a lot of people there but were a just, lot of people there. it was a melting pot it mm-hmm. was like 
Well, are, you couldn't walk outside. It was no. like you had to shuffle through all these yeah, people. It was weird. Some people, people from, were on different planets. Yeah. Oh, that dude dancing. Mentally I was like, physically. Er? Yeah. <laughs> and but. I feel like because we drank throughout the day, I wanted so badly to be in the mental headspace mm-hmm. to like get crunk down yeah. or like in Buckhead, but. I was just we. I felt like none of us were on that level. Yeah, that's why I can't drink like starting at the beginning of the day because I feel like I'm tired of it by the time we're ready to go out. I'm like I would rather be. We were ready to take a nap before we went to the pool. Yeah, I'm low key a homebody, guys. Like I, I low key am too now. Like I like socializing and I love Mm -hmm. going out, but I would so much rather stay at home than go out. I've always been a go 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 person, Mm -hmm. and so have you. Like we've always just like had like the busiest schedule. Like Mm -hmm. at least in high school, I just remember us always just running in circles. And always being Social so busy. And then like when I graduated and then I moved to Nashville, I was like, I kind of like being home. <laughs> you definitely like, I feel like in high school, you always feel like you have to be doing something, going out, socializing, you're gonna doing miss this. Out and yeah. Like, and I mean, even in college, like obviously Britt and I didn't really go to college. Like but the traditional way. Yeah. But we, I feel like I realized that I just don't care anymore. Yeah. I'm like, I would so much rather save my energy because, I mean, we work every day during the week. Mm-hmm. We got nine to fives. We're grown yeah. women. It's like when I have a day off, I don't want to be drunk and thrown up and right? hating my life the next day. And then doing an exam to... the next morning. Yeah. I went to the local college and I got my associates. And then I was like, you know, all the career choices that I want to pursue Mm -hmm. don't require bachelors and if I were to go get a bachelor's that would come out of my own pocket and I just don't think that I need that nope and at least for right now I could change my mind but to be honest I don't think that is going to change and then the whole going off to college is an experience in itself Mm -hmm. like moving away and just experiencing new people and new things and we both got to do that we moved out of our hometown yep and We've met all sorts We're of just different not people. In debt. That's yeah. the only difference. Honestly. And <laughs> it's like I'm loans. okay with that. Yeah. And it's okay to have student debt, but like Well, and I also feel like in today's day and age, you don't need a degree to be successful. How, I agree so much on that. Like, I honestly almost feel like when you teach yourself something, mm-hmm. it's of more good use. And you don't have all that fluff in the middle. I feel like when you are going to school for a degree, you have to learn so many things in between that that has really sometimes nothing to do with yeah. what you're going to and school for. I don't want to pay thousands of dollars yeah. and set myself up for failure, failure when yeah. I'm an adult with a family. And also I have a, I kind of struggle with like, if I'm not really interested in something, my brain will re- not retain the knowledge. Like yes. if like math, nope. Mm-hmm. Thanks, but nope. I don't need <laughs> Writing AP art statistics. Hey. Like no, <laughs> but if you put me in an art class yeah. or a music class, mm-hmm. um, I'll learn everything that comes out of the teacher's I mouth. I just feel like today we need to realize that like not everything's so cookie cutter. Ugh. My least favorite thing when I moved to Atlanta after graduating high school, everyone that I met that was new was, oh, what what college do you go to? What school do you go to? Yep, and I just had to look at them too. and be like, I don't. <laughs> it's honestly a little awkward. Yeah. I'm like, let's Yeah, because they look that. at you and they're like, mm, cool. Yeah. And like when I told people that like I moved here in, or I moved to Nashville in January, yeah. they're like, oh, what for? Like, what school do you go to? And I'm yeah. like, I don't go I to don't. school. Yeah. Like, it is kind of cool though because it's a topic starter, like a mm-hmm. conversation starter. No, a lot definitely. of people, I will say, a lot of college kids do find it interesting that I don't go to school. My boyfriend, for instance, I mean, he goes to Belmont in Nashville and he just started his senior year but he's doing something really specific the career that he wants requires mm-hmm. a bachelor's degree i totally get that and like 
if you get scholarships there's so yeah. many different factors but i would not willingly yeah. just go away to school yeah we're not saying college is bad yeah. college is definitely good if you really know what you want to do like and learning is good yeah like i totally think no that's awesome shade, no hate but just the way that our life is planned yeah it's out right just now, not made for everybody i will admit though i do have times where sometimes i'm like did i make the right choice because I, no, I have me too. fomo i do have fomo i don't it's not even necessarily like the college experience mm-hmm. type of things but when it comes to I mean, I don't love my job right now. I'm in the process of quitting. It's like when you're looking for a new job and everything requires a degree that like for the most part, that is like mm-hmm. something I would jump to after the yeah. job that I'm at now. I'm like, damn, I'm pursuing the wedding photography route of things or just photography in general. But wedding mm-hmm. photography is like the end goal for me. There's a lot that goes into that, but you can yeah. make so much money and I work, yeah. I'd work for myself. Like I don't need to report to anybody but me i can make my own hours set my own prices but, but people go to like four to six years of school yeah. to figure that out mm-hmm. if you like take the initiative then yeah. like that's even more successful in my opinion i think if i get to a point where i'm like wait maybe i need some knowledge about mm-hmm. this i'd be like let me do two years mm-hmm. but like it's not going away yeah like if i really felt the need that i wanted to go back to school yeah. it's there that and is the nice thing about it, yeah. though, is that you don't have to be a certain age to go to college. Yeah. That is kind of cool. I used to have classes at my local college with, like, a woman that's as old enough to be my mom. And, yeah. like, she's talking about her kids in class. And, like, the rest of us are a lot younger. But she had no shame. And she was, yeah. like, really excited to get her yeah. degree. And I think that's awesome. Like, I, I feel kinda, like... I respect, like, yeah. the older people that try to get a degree later And I feel on like learning never stops. So, like, if you really yeah. want to keep learning, like, You can there. teach an old dog new tricks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I, I like that we have that in common because mm-hmm. I don't have a whole lot of people that are yeah. in that same boat. Literally every single one of my friends, pretty much, except for Brittany, is in college right now. So, we both moved away. Yeah. And, obviously, like... I moved right after that. high school. Yeah. I, I moved... And we graduated high school in 2019 and my parents kind of just, my dad was a CEO hospital in Tampa and then he was not happy there and then he kind of relocated. We have a house in North Carolina as well. So it kind of just made sense for us to be a little bit more Mm -hmm. north. And um, I had a brother that lived here or he still lives here with a daughter. And at the time my mom was just like, it makes sense to be close to more close to family. family and like more convenient to our house that's in North Carolina mm-hmm. as well. But yeah, so we picked up pretty much right after graduated high school. So I didn't even really think about the college thing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I did stay behind for a little bit at my, at the time boyfriend, I lived with his best friend who was like a brother to me. I stayed with their family for the rest of the summer after graduation. So I didn't move when my parents did. I moved when everybody started school. So mm-hmm. It was a weird, weird, weird experience yeah. like being on my own. But everybody that moved away for college, they had the ability to meet people because they were going to classes mm-hmm. and they were joining sororities That's or fraternities. Yeah. And I was in bed figuring yeah. out what I was going to eat. For I dinner. was still like, in our hometown. Yeah. Seeing some people that I knew, but like yeah. not people that I was going to hang out with. Yeah. And I felt just like left behind. Mm-hmm. Like everyone was moving on to a new chapter and like... I was just still in our hometown. Yeah. Like oh. I felt the same way. I felt like I was like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. I knew what I wanted to do, but I think I struggled a little bit in the beginning of being a go-getter. I was just like, you mm-hmm. know what? My situation sucks right now. All I want to do is be home with my friends. Yeah. So a I lot was, of people get that way. Yeah. I was stuck in that like 
stagnant. Not even like I'm pouting, but I was like, if I don't move on with my life here, like if I don't pursue something in Georgia, then that means that it's not real. How did you find friends? Oh my goodness. This is my favorite story. One thing about me, I'm an extrovert to a T. So making friends really wasn't like a scary thing for me. It was just like, how am I going to do it? Because I didn't go to school Mm -hmm. and I didn't have a job at the time. God works in some mysterious ways because one day I was at my brother's house um, in Atlanta and I was looking on snap maps and I saw a friend of mine that both Brittany and I went to middle school and high school with in Atlanta. And I was like, oh, she must just be visiting. I didn't think anything of it. We didn't really talk that much. So I wasn't going to reach out and be like, oh my gosh, what are you doing here? And then like a few weeks go by and she's still at the same, like her bitmoji was right there, same spot. And I was like, girl, no way. Like, does she live here? Mm -hmm. I don't know. So I was just like, that's just so weird. Like, Mm -hmm. what is she doing here? And I don't remember if she reached out to me or I reached out to her. Cause I think we both saw each other's bitmojis just chilling on the maps in Atlanta. And regardless, one of us reached out and was like, what are you doing here? And we had both found out that we both moved right after high school to Atlanta. And even though we weren't really close, it was kind of like, well, we have to hang out because we what are, the are like home. Yeah. Like you represent home for me. So her and I started hanging out. And I think one of our first times ever hanging out in the city, we're driving around finding, we didn't even have a plan. We were just wandering the streets of Atlanta in my car and we're driving past this house building thing with a backyard, a fence, and we see like lasers and we hear music and there's smoke and we're like, oh my gosh, that looks like a party. That kind of looks like fun. So me, I'm like, okay, we're pulling over and we're getting out and we're going to this party. And my friend that was from my hometown, she's like, um, we're in the middle of like Atlanta. This could be ghetto. Like, no, she was, she was hesitant, but I was like, no, like this looks fine. So I park. And we get out and we go and we walk up. We didn't even realize, but we were on the Georgia Tech campus. And it was a frat party that was happening in the back of a fraternity house. And so we got in. We made some friends. We were listening to music. We were drinking, whatever. And, I mean, ever since that moment, we were like, okay, Tech seems kind of fun. I didn't even really realize that Georgia Tech was a school, if we're being honest. I I didn't either. Yeah, I I didn't know until I was here. And so, like... After that night, we had so much fun, and then we walked back to my car, and I realized I was parked behind KA, so we were just on frat row in Georgia Tech. That was three years ago, and the next weekend, me and her were like, okay, well, we have to go back. We have to, mm-hmm. There's got to be something else happening. It's a f- like frat row. There's always stuff yeah. going on. So we go back the next weekend, and we were walking on the streets, and we just see this like chair come flying out of a frat house, and the grass was on fire. <laughs> and we were like oh that looks interesting we have like there's no way we we're not gonna walk out. up there yeah. yeah so we walk up and it's pike it's georgia tech pike oh my. and we ended up chatting with one of the brothers and he let us in and we hung out and it really wasn't that fun i mean it was weird coming from like what fsu pike is and yeah. georgia tech pike two completely opposite ends of the spectrum mm-hmm. like i was thinking oh my gosh pike is gonna be so crazy it's gonna be fun and they were very like chill 
weird laid kind. back yeah. yeah so her and i left that frat house and we were like maybe it's a bus like it didn't seem like anything was happening and we're walking behind this like alley area behind the frat houses it's kind of weird how georgia tech has their frat row set up but um it was like this big alley parking lot way and all the back of the frat houses kind of like faced each other and so we were walking and we see this party that was going on in like a back patio area with like basketball hoops and fairy lights and we were like this looks interesting so we walk up and we meet this kid who's a pledge at the time a fall pledge and he just looks at us and he's like do you want to come in we're like uh yeah we do which he technically could not have done that he should not have done that because he's a pledge he really has no right letting us yeah but so we go in and immediately we start playing flip cup with this group of guys and um their names are doug cameron and there was another one that I don't really talk to. His name's Kai. They were like, oh, what sorority are you guys in? And we played that lie out. Like We told <laughs> them we went to tech. We were like, yes, we're. I told them Amy was a five mu and I was a Zeta. So they're like, oh, my gosh, do you know? Da-da-da. And I'm like, yeah, I do. So we were we were, we oh were lying like a rug to these boys because I'm thinking we're never going to see them ever again. Mm-hmm. Like the guys that we met at the past weekend party, I couldn't Keep in tell mind who they are. Doug is who we hung out with yesterday. So like yeah. she still is in contact. Yeah. So like, my first friends ever here were Doug and Cameron. Really those two because those mm-hmm. are the ones that I talk and hang out with the most. But yeah, so I met them and we played that lie that we were a FIMU and a Zeta at Tech. Mm-hmm. And then once we hung out the rest of the night, we kind of realized I was like, shit, these guys are kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like I see myself being friends with them for a while. So let me like reverse the lie and i told them that i didn't actually go to tech like, i wasn't a Zeta. yeah and, i'm new here and they were like no way oh my god <laughs> i'm still friends with those two guys specifically and i have basically gone back to tech like i go there all the time yeah i mean sometimes i have spurts where i'm not there for a little bit but i've made even more friends in the fraternity so pie cap at mm-hmm. georgia tech that's how i made friends those were mm-hmm. my first real friends here in atlanta and i absolutely love them to death i'm very thankful for them not to get sappy but really they were my they were my first friends here so mm-hmm. and they honestly were like a gateway to a lot of friendships that i have now so julie has six brothers oh, yeah three blood three <laughs> half Steph. Steph. yeah Steph. 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 well whatever <laughs> and how did how do you think that helped you like get mm. more like guy friends in your life? Because well, I feel like I don't yeah. have any like I have my boyfriend and I have like some from high school that mm-hmm. I don't really keep in contact with, but I feel like you always have like a good co ed oh, yeah. group. I think we were talking to um one of Doug's roommates last night about this topic actually is like Oh were you? Yeah. We were talking about how like his sister can roll with the punches because oh, yeah, she yeah. grew up with brothers. I think that's kind of why it helps me is because I grew up with boys that like mm-hmm. a lot of older boys too. They, yeah. I'm the youngest of all boys. So I got the short end of the stick, but I also didn't because they're the best yeah. people I feel ever. Like it helps you learn a lot. But growing up with brothers definitely had a big effect on my personality mm-hmm. because I'm not really sensitive when it comes to like guys making jokes or I could relate to sports stuff or like, I can throw a football pretty dang far for a girl. So there's there's stuff that it definitely helped out with. I have always had guy friends. Mm-hmm. I feel like my first guy group when I was in elementary school was all guys. I was yeah. playing at the park, rolling down hills. And like, that's just kind of, that's all I knew growing up. I know a lot of people that are like, guys and girls can't be friends. I'm yeah. like, you definitely, definitely have friends that are think otherwise platonic. Yeah. yeah. But I yeah, that's a good point. I think the fact that I grew up with boys it makes it easier to 
talk to them. I always felt like I got along better with guys than I did girls anyway, just mm-hmm. because that's what I was used to. Yeah. So, And I wasn't exactly a girly girl growing up. Yeah. I was very much a tomboy. I was yeah. always in sports and playing in the dirt. And I think the dynamic between like a girl friendship and a guy friendship very is just different. so different. Yeah. Like girls are kind of drama oriented a lot of times. Guys are much more low maintenance. Yeah. Like, like you can text your guy friend two weeks later yeah. and they're like, Hey, but yeah. if you did that with like one of your closest girlfriends, they'd be like, what the heck? Yeah. Are we even friends anymore? Like, like, yeah. That also is another thing. I feel like I'm a very low maintenance friend because of that reason. Yes. I have to realize that not everybody works like yeah. that and that my friends need more attention, especially yeah. cause it's like, I have a lot of long distance friendships. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily realize that. Cater. Uh, yeah. 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 I do. I do think that, you are definitely a low maintenance yeah. friend because you, uh, you and I, <laughs> you and I could go like a month without talking, mm-hmm. and then we talk one day, and it's like which is also changed. like just the dynamic of our friendship because yeah. it's been so long. Yeah. But like me, I feel like I'm kind of in the middle. Like if I just have a closer friend, mm-hmm. I just want to talk to them yeah. constantly. Yeah. It's dependent. I do it. on- because with my closer friends, I'm like, we don't need to talk every day because yeah, we're so no, close. Definitely. Like, I know nothing it's changes. It's dependent on the person. It's yeah, circumstantial. Yeah, but I do need to remember that not everybody thinks the way that I think. Yeah. But I do think it's it's definitely interesting how you have so many, like, guy friendships because mm-hmm. you have so many brothers. I feel yeah. like it correlates together. Yeah, it definitely makes it easier making guy friends just because that's... And like I think if I had sisters, it might have been different. Like if I had brothers oh, and yeah. sisters, I don't think I would have as much guy friends as no. I do. Because I'm very sarcastic. Like I'd be cracking jokes left and right. Yeah, I and think if you had a big yeah. sister. Yeah. Or even like, I don't know, maybe think, even a little sister. Yeah, like, my, my personality is definitely geared towards Because I'm not going to lie. It sounds weird, but <laughs> it, I just feel like I have a more guy-like personality yeah. than girl. Well, it's like when I met you, you were a tomboy. Yeah. You were the tomboy. Yeah. And then, like, you got very girly over the years. But, like, you yeah. still have that tomboy yeah. aspect to your well, personality. Well, that's because I realized that I liked boys. Yeah. And more than just a platonic way. So, yeah. I was like, let me brush my hair for once. Like, Maybe not smell like I was just on. playing in mud. <laughs> yeah. But also, I kind of had to teach myself all the girl things because I didn't have sisters. Yeah. And my mom is the same way. She grew up with all brothers as well, which makes I didn't me. Know that. Yeah, she's the youngest of all boys. She is too? Mm-hmm. She has four <gasps> older brothers. I did not know that. Yeah. Oh my Which gosh. makes me think that I'm going to have all boys and one girl. Yeah. Which I kind of hope that I have that because I love that. I love being the only girl of all boys. I feel like it just makes me kind of cool. Every time I'm like, yeah, I'm the youngest of all boys, people look at me like, no freaking way. You don't have any I've, sisters. I've even gloated about that when we're in yeah. like social settings together. I'm like, she <laughs> has six brothers. I know. Last night she was like, get this. She's the only girl and guess how many brothers she has. <laughs> I'm like, this is my two truths and a lie. Also, growing up with older siblings and older parents as well. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely more mature yeah. than most people our age. And I, that's not even me tooting my own horn. That, like, that's the most complimented thing I've ever gotten is like I'm very mature for my age. And I think it's definitely because I had older siblings by a lot. Not just like, oh, two years older. Mm-hmm. Like the closest one in age is literally six and a half years older. And then my oldest brother is 14 years older. Yeah. So like a different yeah. decade than me. Like they've been married. They have, they've mm-hmm. had kids. Most of them most have of kids them. and they're married. And like, or they're just significantly older like yeah. i don't know if that's like odd to Not like really yeah be the baby yeah 
not really weird, but I do find that sometimes it is a little bit of a hindrance. Yeah, yeah. Because I find myself ready for bigger things in life. Definitely like, like optimistic of the future because you see your siblings yeah, just like, in that new like I'm I feel phase. like I'm ready to be grown up. I'm ready yeah. to have a house, be married, obviously not like tomorrow, but yeah. if I was with the right person, but you just I don't care how old models. I am. Yeah. yeah. So I think that that can kind of be a like scary Influence. thing because especially when it comes to relationships, I definitely am a little bit more ahead thought process wise and that can scare people off because mm-hmm. they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Marriage. I'm like, I wasn't meaning like tomorrow. You I just, just have like, a lot of people around you that are yeah. like in that new older. chapter or yeah. just older. Yeah. I meant to bring this up earlier, but do you get weird like on your birthday every year? Like, yeah. I feel like I get a little weird. This yeah. sounds bad, but I feel like every birthday I've had specifically being in Georgia has always been sad. Why? Like just like a sad energy. I don't know. I've, I have yet to have a birthday that is like nothing gone wrong in the past few weeks or whatever. Yeah. Like my first birthday here was hard because mm-hmm. I had none of my friends. Brand new. Yeah. Yeah. My second birthday here was a little bit different because I had made friends at that point. But like my birthday always somehow falls on a weekday. So everyone's either working at school or starting asleep. school in high school. Yeah, yeah. Like something like that. So my birthdays have always just kind of been like there's a weird energy around it. And then like obviously this birthday was kind of. Yeah. If you want to talk about it, you I don't, can. I don't know. <laughs> That's up to you. Oh, okay. So this week, I mean, obviously 21 is like the birthday that everybody is anticipating. Yeah. yeah. It's supposed to be like a big, crazy thing. And mine was harder just because I am away from all of my friends. Like most of my friends are in college, like we were talking about earlier. So they get sign nights and they, a lot of them are in sororities. So they mm-hmm. have a big group of people that they're surrounded by. Yeah. Whereas like my friends here are either, they were out of town or they're guys like, and they're not, you know, like yeah. I wasn't going to bombard their day on a Wednesday and like I'm recently going through a breakup. So that mm-hmm. didn't really help mm-hmm. like literally a week before my birthday. Mm-hmm. So it's just like somehow there's always been sad energy. Yeah. I do think that the breakups that I have experienced, like, it's almost like a weird transition period. Mm-hmm. Like you feel like something is now coming up. Something yeah. has changed. Yeah. And I feel like that falling right before your birthday can yeah. make a birthday feel kind of weird. Especially because a birthday in it of itself is a change. You're getting older. Yeah. And so like for a big well, event, like a breakup to happen right before mm-hmm. it is like a lot happening and at like once. Your birthday is a time to be like celebratory mm-hmm. and like have all your people together and to have that one person just not really around anymore. Yeah. It's just it's a whole transition. Yeah. And I'm also in the process of quitting my job. So it's just and a lot of change moving all at once. Like, yeah. Literally potentially moving out into my own apartment, like going through a breakup, quitting your job, your 21st birthday moving out lots of planning for a trip that you have coming up like all of that at once within a two-week span happening yeah i mean the 21st will be a night (laughs) a day that i won't i'll never forget my 21st birthday because of everything that's going on Mm -hmm. but growth this is the year of growth yeah i think Mm -hmm. self-growth i agree it's just like i always have like an existential crisis on my birthday I'm like super giddy and like Mm -hmm. I love the attention on my birthday I'm honestly kind of an attention whore on my (laughs) birthday but then I'm like then I want to be alone for a second and I want to like sulk for a moment I don't know why that's what I did but yeah 
it's every every single year since mm-hmm. I was a kid. I've been like kind of weird about how like another year has gone by. Yeah. Every calendar year happens and like you have New Year's and everything. But when it's your birthday mm-hmm. and like you see your perception of time with your age, yeah, it's like, change. whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm changing. And Things are different. Like 21. That's like the last birthday that really matters. At least to me. I feel yeah. like I mean, maybe 30 and then 50. 50. Yeah. Yeah. But 21, and then you're like, that's it. After that, I'm you're like, literally I'm, getting I'm old. I'm an adult. Yeah. Ew. Like, I maybe was an adult before, but now I'm seriously an adult. Yeah. Like, I'm able Grown to do girl. everything legally now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I bought my first alcohol purchase the other day, and it was kind of fun mm-hmm. walking into a store and not shaking, handing them my ID, yeah, thinking yeah. that they were going <laughs> to arrest me on yeah. the spot. And um, even your mom was like, it's so weird. Yeah. OMG. Mm-hmm. That's that was how like my a, mom was too. Yeah, me and her, that was a birthday we always talked about. My mom had me when she was 40. So she was kind of definitely older than most moms when yeah. they have kids. And so we, she's 40 years older than me. And so every birthday was like, when you're 20, I'll be 60. When you're 21, I'll be 61. Yeah. When you're 40, I'll be 80. Like we always talked about that. And now yeah. that I'm 21, it's like, this is the birthday we always talk about. Yeah. It's a big deal. That's how my mom and I were. Like, my mom is 21 years older than me. Mm. So, like, she was like, oh, my gosh, when you're, like, 21, we can finally go have, like, a glass of wine. This is crazy. And, like, I think that's interesting, too. Like, again, we have a lot of similarities, but we have a lot of differences. Your mom is 40 years older than you. My mom's 21 years older than me. I feel like my mom and I grew up very much, like, friends. Yeah. And, like almost like she was like i mean my mom is my mom she right. will always be my mom yeah. but it was almost like a big sister vibe yeah. because she yeah. was always like oh my god i can't she wait. was a cool mom yeah. yeah and like and like your mom your parents were much like a little bit older than like a traditional yeah. because I yes mean, you had a little older, bit more strict when it came to certain yeah. stuff yeah and like you have older siblings so it yeah. makes sense but and i was the guinea pig because i was the only the girl, girl. Yeah. yeah they had never had to deal with boys dating yeah. their daughter and it's like funny. stuff like that i do remember high your, school drama things like that i remember your parents being a little stricter when we first became friends i was grounded a lot, a lot in middle school a lot <laughs> and you weren't like you couldn't wear like makeup yeah well i was i, I started i was able to wear makeup at one point and at then i got point. grounded and they were and like they took it yeah it was because boys yeah. literally that was what happened it was i i had my first boyfriend in the sixth grade and i've like we were talking about this earlier, I've always been a little bit more mature and I kind of do look older than I am, I think sometimes. I mean, I feel like I get that sometimes. So they were like, she's in the sixth grade and she has a boyfriend. Like, that's a no-no. She's wearing makeup. So she's like, I was dating an older boy too, so it didn't really help. But they were like, we're taking away your makeup because mm-hmm. we don't want you looking older than you are. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely had a lot of rules in middle school that at the time I thought were really stupid. I wasn't allowed to have Snapchat like yeah. Instagram, I couldn't post certain things like a duck face. My parents were like, why Julie, would you make that face? Julie made a Snapchat on my oh, phone in the backseat of your dad's car. <laughs> it was like connected to your email too? It was connected to my email, <laughs> yeah. And your dad got mad at me. Oh my do you God. remember that? I do remember because he found out on, I used an iPad of his. I was traumatized. And he, he took the iPad back and that's when he found I had a Snapchat and I had a second Instagram account. Uh-huh. I was I was sneaky. It was like, excuse me. We were <laughs> sneaky girl. I was a sneaky girl, and you helped me in my sneakiness. That's I was like, the let thing. Because <laughs> I'm an only child, mm-hmm. and I I didn't even have like step siblings until yeah. way later in high school. Yeah. So like, I was like, let me help Julie. She's my sissy. I'm mm-hmm. gonna tell her like, I'm just gonna help her out. Yeah. Only because your parents they were chill. You my could really were do anything. So laid back. Yeah. I had like not a curfew, but I wasn't allowed to really 
do a whole lot i would say it was very monitored and in high school my parents had this rule for my brothers that kind of trickled down to me that i wasn't allowed to get in a car with anyone under 21 Mm -hmm. in high school Mm -hmm. and i'm like who am i gonna be riding with then because nobody i know is 21 yeah so i wasn't allowed to get rides from friends i wasn't allowed to do stuff after school and then my stepdad bless his soul love him so much he's the best thing since sliced bread my mom kind of had made that rule and he talked her down from that ledge because he was like that's not realistic probably yeah yeah, he he definitely helped out so my brothers were kind of upset at me because they were like well why doesn't she have to follow out those rules and we did so i think my sophomore yeah my sophomore junior year was when they were like okay like you can get in cars with people but it was weird like the rules that they had i was very specific fair i wasn't allowed to date I mean, I feel like that's kind of normal. Most parents don't let their kids date when they're younger. But Yeah, but I also feel like when you're that young, when you're like a sixth grader, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's dating. They're holding yeah. hands in the hallway. But I wasn't allowed to even do that. Like, yeah. I wasn't even allowed to have like a yeah. school boyfriend. It was, yeah. We were worried at the beginning of this. We're like, we need to come up with topics because how are we going to follow? Yeah. Like we were saying, Brittany and I could talk about literally anything and everything for so long. We don't even realize how long we're talking I feel for. like we've just hit the surface level too. Like yeah. there's a whole iceberg below. We yeah. can talk about everything. We can get deep. We'd be goofing off. Yeah. We're very all over the place. Yeah, we are. <laughs> but I love it. I love it too. Do you have any goals for this next year? Like for 21? Um will not be at the job that I'm at now. Yeah. <laughs> we'll <laughs> be moving. In the foreseeing future, meaning like few weeks, should be done. I want to get at least 10 photo shoots, 10 paid shoots. Okay. Yeah. I think that's 21. a good good number. Yeah. Because I think this past year I've had maybe five, mm-hmm. which... And that's your passion. Yeah. That's what you love to and do. And it's hard to focus on that because I work a full-time job. The job that I work now, I work on Saturdays as well. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a buzzkill. Yeah. So it's hard to pursue the photography side of things, which is one reason why I want to get out of it so bad. I want to not be at this job. And I work at a car dealership. Just being a girl in the car industry is yeah. not like everyone's most ideal situation. Yeah. So it almost seems from my point of view, like it, it's holding you back from like the passion 100%. that you want to pursue. Yep. I feel like my purpose has been... My purpose and passion has felt dimmed. Yeah. And that's not how I want to. I want to wake up and go, I absolutely love what I do every day. And that's photography for me. I mean, music is another one. I kind of wanted to pursue the music route of things. I auditioned for American Idol when I first moved here. Mm -hmm. Like that was kind of my dream. Yeah. And I've always called that my unrealistic dream just because photography makes more sense like it's easier to be a photographer than a singer yeah Yeah. the american idol audition process is a scam i'm gonna throw that out there if you don't have a sad story like if you don't have a depressing life story there's something for views on they're not gonna air you i just didn't have the grab for an audience a lot of people are like you should try out for the voice because they're different they don't i mean yes they do have stories of people on the show necessary yeah but i think the main grab of the show is like who turns their chair yeah so i they have auditions here in atlanta i think every year and i almost went for it this year but my full-time job hindered me so and that's a big deal like okay this is all very hypothetical and like Mm -hmm. we don't know but what if you had done it and what if you had gotten through like my life would be so different but like you let your job get in the way of that yeah so like i think i can't next year yeah putting, putting my purpose and my passions first is another thing that I struggle with is when it comes to, we were talking about earlier, growing up with older siblings and older parents and just kind of me 
always thinking about the future and ahead of time and wanting to grow up super fast, I do have a problem where I am always like, but what's next? Mm -hmm. Like, what do I do now? And I think I need to learn to be more complacent with where I'm at and what I'm doing and my, like, Mm-hmm. where literally the point that I'm at in life now and not worrying about tomorrow because yeah. I'm not promised tomorrow. Yeah. So that's another thing I think I need to work on for 21 is, a, is like just taking it one day at a time and yeah, ch- tackling today. <laughs> that's okay. So that was one thing that I've always had a really hard time with mm-hmm. is not like being complacent. And yeah. like now I finally am in a spot where I feel like I'm not worried about the future yeah. and what's my next job and what's my next move. Yeah. We always now want to be just, older than we actually yeah. are. Yeah. And now I'm here and I'm like, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay with where I am. I'm working on that. And <laughs> I've also figured out, like, I think when I moved, I had a lot more anxiety build up than mm-hmm. I thought would happen. And, like, it all bubbled up. Finally having to really adult pay bills and everything. Oh gosh, yeah. I just try to become more okay with life and, like, yeah. take it as it is and yep. baby steps. I've always been the type to like have tunnel vision and like look ahead instead of being where I am. And that's not how you enjoy life. Everybody always told me when I was younger, like when you get older, you'll wish that time slowed down. Yeah. And I mean, I'm getting to a point now where it's like, okay, you were right. Mm -hmm. I didn't need to be so grown at 14 years old. Like I'm really trying to practice like appreciating every day. Mm -hmm. Like what you said earlier, like we're not promised tomorrow. And it sounds like morbid, but it's true. And I just have spent so much of my life anxious about all these uncontrollable things. I just need to like chill out. Slow down. Slowing down. Slowing down. Asking yourself. Are you you good, girl? (laughs) (laughs) I need to do that more often. (laughs) Actually, recently I have been looking in the mirror like, are you good? Are you good? Are you good? (laughs) Girl, no, I'm not. And that's okay, okay. guys. It is okay to not be okay. Yeah. As cliche as that sounds, like, that's fine. Cry yourself to sleep if you need to. I mean, we were built to be emotional people and to, just as long as you pick yourself up, that's the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. As long as you pick yourself up and don't let your circumstances control your joy. That's always been my mom and I's motto. We both have tattoos that are the word joy. Mm -hmm. Just learning that, Life is not going to always please you. Yeah. And you just have to figure out how to Turn navigate that yeah. and make it, make the, making lemonade out of lemons. Like, <laughs> when, like you do what you got to do, but it's okay to have not okay times. It's yeah. okay to not be good girl. Is your joy tattoo, is it in Hebrew? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, actually, this is funny because I had a teacher that, worked at two of the high schools that I went to. He was an English teacher at Clearwater when I went there, and then he left and worked at Osceola, Mm -hmm. and I had him as an English teacher as well. It was weird. And I remember um, him telling me that, like, oh, the Old Testament was written in Hebrew, the Mm -hmm. New Testament was written in Greek. So I was like, how cool would it be to have a tattoo on one arm in Greek Mm -hmm. and the other in Hebrew? Mm -hmm. So I kind of always wanted to do that, and that's, I think, why I was like, let's do Hebrew on my arm because it's like, old testament of the bible yeah. and then i'd get another one but new so julie was like raised in the church yes and i was, I was not i mean i went to vbs as a kid but mm-hmm. i was not I feel like everybody goes to VBS. Yeah, yeah like i think that's a normal thing yeah. but i was not like taking a church every sunday mm-hmm. i had a church two streets away from my house yeah. and my family just didn't 
we weren't we drove 25 minutes to go to church we would go that was my family yeah we would go like on christmas when i was a kid and stuff but that was it yeah and then when julie and i started hanging out like i mean we'd already hung out for a couple years but she started taking me to youth group yeah and high school yeah and it was it was really fun Mm -hmm. and like it changed my perspective on some things i wouldn't say that like i'm super religious Mm -hmm. i think i am a little bit i think i'm also a little spiritual i think i'm kind of like in the middle ground area and like my stepmom and my stepsister they're pretty religious Mm -hmm. as well my just my parents were not really raised that way and therefore I wasn't really brought up that way but having other people like influence me and like Mm -hmm. kind of like bring me in in some ways in some aspects it helped me like look at life in different perspectives I'm getting to a point now where I feel like when you grow up in the church your religion is decided for you like your parents sometimes resent it yeah so growing up I definitely didn't necessarily have a choice it wasn't like do you Mm want to go to church on Sunday? It was like, no, everybody get up. We're going to church. Yeah. And so as I got older, it was like, well, I don't even know if I believe this stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I had doubts. I had times where I was like, I wouldn't necessarily claim myself to be a Christian. I wasn't actively living that life. And I wouldn't even say that I necessarily do now, but I'm getting to a point now where I am deciding for myself. What do I believe? What have your own definition? of it. There's times where I'm like, what do I believe? You know, yeah. and that's hard, especially growing up with Christian parents and siblings. It's like, hard to talk to those. Yeah, because you feel like you're letting them down a bit. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not like anti-Christianity. I just I'm figuring it out. I'm figuring out what I believe, yeah. and I think that um, everyone should have their own chance to. Figure you can out. still be a good person without being a Christian. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people think that, like people that believe in Christianity, think that those are the only good people. Yeah, and like I think I have always kind of followed the morals of Christianity of like loving your neighbor, treating others with kindness, respecting your elders, like that type of thing. So I feel like I've lived my Christianity through that way. But when it comes to praying and being actively religious and involved, I mean, I grew up singing in the church too, as well. I was on the worship team and stuff like that, but I did, I did end up like resenting it for a while because I was just like, I don't have a choice. Like I'm being forced to do something. I don't even know if I like. Yeah. I feel like you should be given like the space to figure it out. And I know some people don't agree with that. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a tough subject. I mean, yeah, it is. It is weird. It's different for everybody and everyone has either really strong opinions Mm -hmm. or no opinion at all. Yeah. And so my mom's boyfriend and my dad's, girlfriend they both were raised in the church and my mom's boyfriend resents it he does not want to go really he just like he he was just brought up in a way that he just felt like bombarded with it like it just wasn't an option yeah and then my stepmom she she still I think goes sometimes but she was brought up really really religiously and like her her mom's a little intense and like my stepsister, she actively goes every Sunday and she has a whole community, which I think yeah. is awesome. Yeah. But I just, it can go either way. You can either resent it or you can mm-hmm. be fully into it. Yeah. And like, I, I don't know. I'm very middle ground. I'm very yeah. neutral on it. Cause yeah. like, I will never judge somebody for being religious, but I will never judge somebody for, for not, not being religious. Yeah. yeah. And that's, I feel like a lot of people have a bad view on Christianity of like, 
we're constantly trying to change people into being Christians. And like, if you're not uh-huh. a Christian, we hate you. Like, that's not it. Well, and like Christianity has like evolved so much mm-hmm. in the last. Very modernized. Yes. Yeah. Like there's, I mean. And it's like, I've been to churches that have had messages where it's like, we're going to church and it's like, we talk about Jesus and then like the rest of it, it kind of doesn't even correlate with like. Yeah the bible yeah it's just like how to live like a good person mm-hmm. i'm like it almost feels like how to live like a good person class and yeah. i'm like mm, isn't this church yeah some churches are weird that's why it's like you have to figure it out for yourself yeah you have to get to a point where like you got to find what church you like what community you fit in best in uh-huh. what you actually believe and that's just where well I'm at. right before i moved i was like maybe i'll start going to church more mm-hmm. because i felt very vulnerable moving and like only knowing my boyfriend yeah and i just have always admired like the communal way of like Mm -hmm. churches like when we used to go to saint paul's Mm -hmm. everybody was just such close friends i mean there was some drama and like yeah whatever we were all like like like-minded people yeah and like although i wouldn't really consider any of those people my friends more like acquaintances and like friends i've met through you like i really like those people Mm -hmm. and like I have really fond memories of going, but I almost feel like my viewpoint is unique because I really am in the middle. Like I don't sway one way or the other. I'm very much like I believe in certain things and I don't, and I appreciate these types of people and I appreciate these types of people. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of like, I feel like that's not as common anymore. Yeah. I feel like the nice thing when I think about Christianity is like this world sucks. (laughs) And, like, the idea of God and heaven gives people hope. Yeah, Yeah. it gives them a reason to want to be good to people and... And to believe in good things. Yeah, and to to just be good. Like, Mm -hmm. I think this world has a lot of bad in it. And Mm -hmm. so, I feel like it's nice to... Even if it's... Even if God's not real. Mm -hmm. Like, to just have a hope of, like... I'm going somewhere better than this. Yeah. And so I'm going to live my life every day to the fullest, every day to the best I can do. Mm -hmm. Like I kind of appreciate that side of like how Christianity is. I do too. I think that those values are really important. And I feel, I really wish that those values were instilled in us Mm -hmm. without religion tied to it. Yeah. Because I feel like there's a lot of people out there that have a lot of like anger and hate in their heart Mm -hmm. and they just like weren't raised in a, place that yeah had something different yeah and you know like religion has so much stigma around it and in general and i just wish that christians that are crazy yeah and i just wish that like christians those types of values and morals were like instilled in us from the beginning yeah but i think it's good that there's a a place for people to go Mm -hmm. to if they want to go to yeah like i agree not lots to get of, all deep, lots y'all. Of, I know. Yeah. Been through everything. Very like interesting topic. Well, oh, I'm sweet. so glad I had you on. Me too. I love you so much. I love you. And I could probably sit here for another hour. Yeah, we definitely If we could. had a fan. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We do need a fan. Uh, like if y'all saw, it, we're just locked up in this little square closet. I mean, this is what I do back at the apartment. Yeah. I sit in my closet. Yeah. It's kind of fun though. I feel like a little kid Isn't hiding. It? all right i will talk to you guys next sunday leave me a rating if you feel so inclined like comment and subscribe (laughs) down below (laughs) hit the push notifications button (laughs) bye Bye.